Do you like uh, Interstellar? I like Interstellar. That's fine. I'm not worried. I just <laughs> yeah, this is a device. Just fine. You know what though? Like, now you know. I where couldn't tell you if I like Dunkirk more than Interstellar, but I might. I might That'd like be Dunkirk good. more. Dun- Dunkirk more. Dunkirk more is becoming so good. Yeah, I have. So good. Let me just pull it up before we begin. I have like a a. I, I went on a Nolan rewatch kick a couple years ago and I, I ranked them. That's good. Oh, did you? And that's I'm, good. I'm that's curious good. Oh what I gosh. put it. Yeah, this is good. I'm I'm planning it. I I actually decided this week. I'm one of these days <laughs> in the next five years. You're gonna go hard. I'm gonna plan a Christopher Nolan weekend. Nice. Okay, where we good. just watch good, all good, good, good. in order. Yeah. Dark Knight is number one. Dark Knight is number one. I, I'd be I, I rewatch and I'd be mixed on that. Ooh, I'd, I'd be that's I, pretty. That's bold. That's pretty bold. It is top three for me. Yeah, like it would be sure, it would be third. Sure. Probably. Okay, I've We're, watched Dunkirk again since this. Dunkirk would be higher up. So I've got Dark Knight, Interstellar, Inception, Dunkirk is my top four. And I think Dunkirk would definitely really? top Inception mm-hmm. for sure. Dark Knight, Interstellar, Dunkirk, Inception? Yeah, that's not... I'm not going to commit to that order oh, right okay. now. That's wow. the order of a And then Memento a younger would me. probably be cl- close, not right? Not Prestige. I'd have Prestige so I got high. Prestige higher than I got Memento. Oh, wow. For sure higher than Memento and for sure high in Okay, here's the... Th- I would go Interstellar, Dunkirk, Dark Knight, Memento probably. Interesting. Top four. Yeah, I I was a bit underwhelmed with Memento. I think because it I went in with really I I didn't see it for a long time, and Trevor Buttery was like, "It's my favorite movie." It's close. I went a bunch of people, you know, talked it up yeah, so high that so I think hyped. I went in high. Similar, not to go back to Fincher, but I don't love Seven and Fight Club, and wow. I think because you don't love Seven. I know. Wow. I'm that guy. Well, either. Like neither seven or five. So I just you like new I, I think both good movies, but like Gone Girl and Social Network on top of them. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Gone, Gone Girl is such good. And tra- Dragon Tattoo, I like better than both of those as well. Wow. 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 Yeah. I recently rewatched. That's a hot take. Network. Mm. Uh, those three, the three from this decade, I rewatched them recently because I wanted to watch his commentaries. Because he's got oh, really, yeah. really, really yeah. very good. I recommend very good. Is he, th- is he the one talking? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. smart. Very funny. Yeah, yeah, just like great super important. He would be yeah. funny. That's and just nice yeah, good yeah. at talking. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's one of no. the better directors for that. Yeah. the show everyone i didn't know we were doing this so it's gonna be the like until last night no like i haven't i'm going in like very okay so you haven't this, watched so, it no i have watched it but not for like i don't know th- three months six months okay, I we will, maybe we that's will a good thing yeah, you guys are gonna be carrying this i'm sorry hey that's fine that's okay um go ahead sorry this is closet conversations going. uh we have a guest today his name is liam fauché hey liam hey <laughs> you well you've already been talking good to be here yeah, yeah you're gonna we're gonna have stuff uh my name is josh <clears throat> my name's luke and this is uh this is it this is the show. We're talking about children and men. This is the long lost Meant Christmas episode, I yeah, guess. Belated Christmas. Christmas. I know. I say, this yeah. is still Christmas. Probably, you know, you outside. could release it next Christmas, but oh, that would be. God. It would get lost. We'd get lost. It would get lost. We, we might. In the. In, in yeah, the we'd lives. be. There'd be there'd be references that people wouldn't. Get. I did re- learn today though that it was released on Christmas Day. I know. Yeah, I learned that, that too. Oh, I, did some I didn't know that. Oh, that's wild. I thought it was like the kind of thing that cu- Very that, that the culture is just said is a, like a Christmas movie, but it was it's marketed immense, as a Christmas movie, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, super interesting. Um. So yeah, sorry it took so long <laughs> to make this happen. Hey, don't worry. So I forgot all about it, <laughs> and I was just <laughs> glad okay. to be reminded. Let's <laughs> go. Do you want to? Give us like a bit of your um, film background. 
my history with Children of Men. Or just like with movies in general. We can start with Children of Men because I think... Okay, let's do that. The, the, the reason that this movie is so special to me is because... Okay. I think it's similar to your experience with 127 Hours. Oh, good. <laughs> do you like 127 Hours? Do you I don't know. Fun? I saw it in theaters. It's, oh, I don't remember. so great. I, re- I think James Franco's a bit of a sleazeball, but that's like you a different story. James Franco. Yeah, I know. But his performance was pretty good in that movie. I like him too much. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, oh, my arm. Yeah, it's hard. But oh. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm sure it was no, great. No, it's okay. I like Danny I Boyle. fully know that, like... It's not that te- that scene was like really that, intense. That with, was yeah. And with my like list of favorite movies, that is a weird pick that people are like people who like film are like. What it's is good that? to have one of those though. You know, but it's like curveball. I just don't know what to sell, tell you. I just love it. And that's you know what. That's maybe valid. you do like a because you look like Franco. That could be. I, I just thought that was me. Maybe I hadn't <laughs> thought about this before, but all right, I'll think about that. <laughs> Children. I might be wrong in all my what people look like thing. You looking like my brother. Or <laughs> no, I see like it. Franco. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's all, all, it's all just brain. my brain. I'm insane. <laughs> okay, yeah. So okay, tell us. Yes. I, I didn't see Children of Men in theaters. I would have been like 12. Okay. So I don't think I would have cared. But I saw it a couple years after that. And it was the first movie that I was like, this, this is like revealing the potential of this artistic medium yes. to me. Where it's like, oh, like now I care about movies i care about movie making i'm gonna like start trying to watch things that'll give me the experience this just did exactly and so that's why it's often if people ask me what my favorite movie is this is often the answer this is the one but like you know but you can you really say that grown so much since then right and i watch i rewatch it every couple years and it's 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 never gone down in my estimation and i'd love to watch it for the first time again but then again I watched it today for like what, like the sixth time maybe, and it's still it's still great. But also recently, someone asked me why I said it was my favorite movie, and mm. I had a hard time giving an answer. So mm. it'll be good to flesh some things out. Yeah, but interesting. Beyond that, I just uh, no no formal film uh, education. Right. Have you taken some film classes? I took <laughs> film studies one hundred with Trevor Buttery last spring Killing in it. a in a in a moist <laughs> University of Alberta basement. Mm. In a it, moist It basement. was damp. Oh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> and it was musky. Yeah, I can't see them funding the film studies department. Yeah, it was a bit bleak. And it was a spring course. Yeah. But we had a great time. And I thought I was going to transfer into film studies. Oh, okay. I'm an English major at King's right now. I wanted to go to U of A. I wanted to double major in film studies. I thought one day I'm going <laughs> to do something like either teach film studies or I'm going to try and like write about movies at least like semi professionally. Yeah. And and then I just didn't want that one day. Hmm. And so I stayed at Kings cuz I'm okay. like a year from graduating yeah. and I love yeah. Kings. But the point is I just I think I realized like I can I can watch movies as a passion, I can study movies as a passion and, and that's sufficient. I don't yeah. I don't, okay. I, don't nice. uh, I don't feel like I need the degree. But you so. have written about movies before too. Yeah, I get to write about movies sometimes. But every time I do it, it's like I get like imposter syndrome. Like, I, if yeah, I start yeah, writing yeah, about yeah. movies, I start to feel like a fraud hmm. because, like, hmm. I, I it only reveals the limits of, like, what I've watched and what I understand. Right. And that's, like, very humbling in a good way, too. Where it's, right. like, it makes me excited about the things that I, I still get to learn and right, watch. Right, yeah. 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 Are you ever plagued by the fact that your favorite movie could still be out there somewhere? And you haven't I'm plagued by many it? facts, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I think, think that, that time, like, I live on the high of, like, my favorite... <laughs> It was weird, man. I don't give a <laughs> I live on the high of, like, the movies that I already love, I think, enough to... To care. Yeah. It's very yeah. exciting, the idea that my favorite movie could... Especially, like, every year I hope that I'll have one movie that stands out as my number one of the year. Yeah, And yeah. usually there is. And that's a good feeling. That is a great The feeling. idea that, like, sometime this fall, a movie's gonna come out that I'm... That's 
gonna feel as good to me as Children of Men did, right. or as you know recently like Parasite did, or whatever it yeah, is for every true. year. I'm gonna have one night at a theater this year that's like the best you know yeah. night out of my mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and yeah. like mm-hmm. that's a really like fun thing to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Are you plagued by the fact that you haven't seen your favorite movie? Well, I think now that you're saying that, I, I would have rewarded it differently because it's less, it's more excitement than, than like, right. terror. Like, it's not. Sure. <laughs> I, get, I would say maybe I'm more plagued <laughs> by... Losing sleep, I'm never <laughs> going to find this movie. <laughs> it's just, like, that's a really interesting idea that, like, yeah. maybe it's out there. So. I think I'm more plagued by the idea that there are too many things to watch in too little time. Yeah, this you know? is the I know. And I have yeah, that, like, with books, too, more. which is yeah, more of a time commitment, but, like, the, problem. Yeah. the, the amount of, like, important movies I haven't seen, I just did finger quotes. Uh, <laughs> that's right. You yeah, can't that's see good. that. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the amount of important movies I haven't seen is, is overwhelming. And it, it yeah, makes you, every time I go to watch something, I should be thinking, am I watching this because... I think I should, or am I watching this because I want to? Yeah, and that's, this a lot. That can yeah. be tough. I last year I was 24 last year, so I was like, I'm gonna watch all the A24 movies when I'm 24. <laughs> that's just a fun project oh, crazy. for that's my year. Great. I watched like five that I hadn't seen, and I was like, why am I doing this? And you know right. what? Cause I watch, you just because it becomes a chore. You just want to watch yeah, the things that you want. And it's watch. like I know there are yeah. movies on this list that are a chore because like they have bad reviews. They don't look promising. I don't have any interest in seeing them based on the premise. Like this isn't a good way to spend my time watching movies. Huh. So I guess I think I'm I'm it, back to your <coughs> original question, yeah, yeah. If I may, yeah. Where I'm at with like movies now is like just trying to uh, like educate myself, but also to be watching things that I want to be watching. Yeah. yeah, and I've started. That's th- the proper way to enjoy film. I think. Agree. Really. And I've started recently trying to watch things more blindly than mm. before, like going in to things without watching trailers or, or uh, reading reviews or synopses because I was getting too into like reading uh, about movies before watching them. And okay. That's, that's troubling. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> I watch all it, the trailers and read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like a good trailer, but this is the influence yeah. of one Trevor Buttery friend of, yeah, he friend, does that friend of the show. Friend of the show. He, he really that. hates trailers. So yeah, I wish I was like that, but. With, like, Dunkirk, for example, I yeah. watched every trailer yeah. and read every article and listened to the soundtrack before. And I still love the movie, but... Hey. That's probably the improper Maybe because it's a good movie. It's probably just because... <laughs> um, okay, so maybe we could start with, like, the context. I could just give a couple points. Or maybe Go you have a couple points yeah. about this movie. Uh, I like how I, I think I have questions being... more than I have points. Okay. Oh, yeah, about the, the, the movie itself. About yeah. Al- Alfonso, Qu- Alfonso Cuaron, Cuaron, yeah, yeah. Uh, director of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> yeah. Do, okay, but do you like that Harry Potter? Because it's my favorite of the Harry Potter oh, movies. <laughs> just because it's like because I, I no, because I was my favorite sucks. before I had any idea of who. I don't he remember was. a thing oh, from that movie. Such a bad movie. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, whatever. Sorry, no, I'm talking to my brother for like this is what I want. Ten hours. I, I feel like I'm talking to my brother, but he has <laughs> the wrong. Opinion. I'm like, wait, no, you hate it. No, this is good. This is what I want. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. I think you need to wa- rewatch every Harry Potter movie. I have. <laughs> so many times. No, I think yeah, the reason no, I like that one yeah. so much, I like the last one a lot, too. The last one's quite good. Uh, the last, last two, one, even. two is great. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think uh, the third one is the most Halloween-y. And, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, that okay. can get campy, but yeah, I, I like sure. the, <laughs> It feels campy. Yeah. I, I just really like the vibe of it. Yeah. It's no, I like vibe. Halloween. I get that. Yeah. yeah. 
Man, I just had a thought. Wes Anderson should have directed a Harry Potter movie. That would have that been, been crazy. Been nuts. That would have been so <laughs> So sick. much of the like book fandom would have been so pissed off. Oh, like, they would have been like, this is horrible. <laughs> it wouldn't be yeah. Harry Potter. So uh, the, the funny thing about Prisoner of Azkaban is that he got Karan signed on to doing Children of Men in 2001. Hmm. And so it was stirring in his brain for like a while. And then he did Prisoner of Azkaban. And then after that, That's interesting. he did uh, Children of Men in 2006. So, but the interesting thing too is is based off a book, but he's never read the book before. Whoa. Because he didn't want to ruin the book. Like, he didn't want to like, you know, like, there's a classic thing. Right. People ruining the literature yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The Shining, for example. Yeah. I tried reading the book oh, you did. a few years ago. And, and I didn't love it, so I stopped reading is it. How different was it? Like, it was... I got like 50 pages in. That's okay. usually like my threshold. Like, I'll read 50 pages of a book and if I don't like it, I'll stop. Okay. And uh, the first 50 pages would seem like unrecognizable to the first like half an hour of the movie hmm. and okay. I don't know what that means because I haven't read the full book so I can't judge the whole thing but they're different and I was interested it's interesting you say that because there are like five credited screenwriters on this movie yeah and I was like why do you need that many people to write an adaptation yeah like, that seems overkill but well, they rewrote it, it four times jeez yeah they rewrote it four times and it's amazing that it turned out good yeah, yeah. I know it's wild. Yeah. like I can't That's believe true. it because it's the way the movie is it feels like you know, a writer-director type movie. Just totally. Just, like, one person's vision executed. Like, yeah. Like, Roma. You know what I mean? Like... Totally. But it's... Yeah, it's so bizarre. And Clive it, Owen was apparently involved with the writing okay. as well. <laughs> and then I think they threw his where, stuff. Like, that's great. Going back to actors, where is Clive Owen? Okay. Where is he? I mean, yeah, here comes okay, a bunch so, of Clive Owen. Yeah, so here's the thing. You, got, you know things about Clive Owen? No, but you don't know? Owen. I hate Clive Owen. And so, for, for me, like... <laughs> you like Clive Owen? <laughs> I I have no opinion, yeah, strong opinion. I know. He's the blandest guy ever. That's why I hate him. So boring. One time, on one time, I was like my, you hating the founder. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the founder half asleep on a plane. That's what I watched it too. Half asleep on a plane. That's such an airplane movie. It is an airplane Most movie, airplane. but good airplane. No, <laughs> it's not a good movie. <laughs> the only other thing I think I've seen Clive Owen in that he was a lead in was uh, Closer. Is that the name of that movie? It's like oh, him and Natalie Portman and Julia yeah. Roberts. And it, it's oh. like a weird, like, sex triangle movie. Oh, yeah. nice. It's all right. But, uh... So I'm in The International, which is like a spy movie. Okay. He has the vibe of, like, a B-movie spy movie guy yeah. who, like, yes. yeah, is just in, like, like bad thrillers. like, not quite thrillers. James Bond, yeah. but, like... Yeah. That, that's the thing. I remember once... Maybe it was my brother was, like, Clive Owen should be James Bond. And yeah. I don't know if he has the charisma. No, he doesn't. And he's got kind of a thick head. Or something for James Bond, right? Like a dan- he's got a lot of head. <laughs> quite pale too. He's but pale, he might maybe. be a good James Bond for like maybe like one movie where James Bond is just like sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good. <laughs> yeah. He's also in the Bourne movies. Is like, he? Oh, yeah, seriously, he's, okay. he's in the Bourne. He's got like really old, two, got- early two thousands looking glasses. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is weird. <laughs> okay, so do you hate Clive Owen in this movie? Yeah. Okay. So th- here's the thing about this movie, and we we'll get into it more. Sure. And I have. There's every reason in the world for me to love this movie. Like, <laughs> like visually, the cinematography is incredible. The writing is incredible. The mm-hmm. allegory is my jam. I love allegory. All the little, like, hidden yep. gems of, like, 1984 and all that stuff. Yep. So great. But I hate the cast. The cast is so bad. All of them. Fully. That's The only weird. person That's that weird. I like is Julianne Moore. You like Not Michael even Kane? Michael Caine. Yeah. I don't exactly. like Michael Caine. Oh, you don't like Michael Caine? Oh, my God. It's like, such a miscast. Like, Michael Caine was a miscast in this movie. I'm, no. no so was, I want That's it. both these two That's guys. Weird. That's Those insane. two guys Sorry, were just, like, there. not doing their job. I want to, like, this is to put you on the spot, but I want you to name, like, one person you'd rather see in Michael Caine's role in this movie. Okay, so I should have thought it was fresh. I knew you were going to do It doesn't have to be a 
good answer. I just want a answer. Oh man, I have no idea. And you can't say Morgan Freeman. No, like the thing is, oh, Michael Keane's just too straight laced to play a crazy like hippie type character. It's definitely like, uh, not John what you'd expect. Every time I see him, John Malkovich. Maybe that'd be kind of you know he kind of <laughs> pulled was, that off. Yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think a British actor would work. Like I like right. that it was a British cast sure. for a yeah. British movie. Yeah. yeah. I like Julian Moore in this. Julie Moore is fantastic. Oh, sorry, you do. That's what yeah, she was very good. Okay. She only had five minutes. Hard, she to, hard to mess up five minutes of screen time. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe if you give her more time. But. Uh, and uh, uh, Key, whoever plays Key, she's really good. Yeah, but a bunch of those folks in the group. Okay, good, and right? Edgio Ford is really good. Oh, yeah, yeah I was going to exactly. say, you don't like your boy? Yeah. No, I like him. He's great. You love 12 Years a Slave, right? I love 12 Years a Slave, yeah. I've never seen it. You never seen Hunger Slave? Wow. I know. I like Hunger, though. Oh, Hunger's so good. I was listening to that today. I was in the attic listening to that. The priest scene. Oh, yeah. Just Come while on. I was like, that's, and then that's that, a heavy hitter. That seems so Michael good. Fassbender in this role instead of Clive Owen. Oh, that, oh gosh. Then, yeah. you, then you love the movie? Yikes. 100%. Yeah. Totally. That'd, be, that'd be sweet. That'd be insane. Oh, my gosh. I, the, what I did think for Clive Owen was Brad Pitt. Oh, interesting. But then I was like, I don't know if You're I'm just thinking of World War Z. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah, like seas of people. But yeah, I don't know. I don't like... You love Roma, right? You love Roma more than you love, love Roma. I get, when I was driving here, I was like, Josh is going to like Roma more than he likes this movie. Yeah. Luke, Roma's fine, you know. Okay. Yeah. You don't like Roma more than this. Uh, I'd respect correct. that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I respect this but as your favorite we, movie. Even. Like, I thank like, you. I like that's a good choice. I respect okay. it as your favorite movie, too, but it's just... Thank you. It's just not my, like... It's great to be respected. Every, I, I'm more than respected. I mean, like, I'm into it. No, I'm I'm not genu- like, I genuinely like, it's mean it's good it's to be respected. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with Clive Owen in this movie. If I'm going to accept any of, of your issues with the cast, I'll accept the Clive Owen one, but I won't accept Michael Caine. Okay. Yeah. Let, yeah. The re- let the record show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. because no, it's I'm, unexpected. Yeah, every time, every time I watch so it, I'm unexpected. like, oh, yeah. yeah, and then I enjoy it. You do. I don't like the pull pull my finger jokes. Like that's you know it's campy, but like the the uh, the pull my finger jokes were. Bad. I, I like all of his parts. Well, I, hate I like it. that he's right before he got shot. Yeah, they shoot his finger. I, I, don't know. I uh I like that he's like a pot dealer. Yeah. That listens to like this like futuristic like yeah. You know, that's the, <laughs> oh yeah, really, totally. Like it's a fun character. Super fun character. Poorly cast. But you're distracted by the fact that it's Michael I'm distracted King. by the fact that it's Michael King. I just can't, I just don't believe that. Like, yeah. I can't, and you know what? Honestly, I think this movie would be even better if I could have, like, like Roma, just have people that I don't know. Oh, oh interesting. So they okay. disappear okay. into their, okay. their yeah, roles yeah, a bit. I think fair. it would work better. Okay. That's interesting. Because I think the there isn't a lot of dialogue in this movie, actually. True. There's a lot of just action. Action. I think the difference between this movie and Roma is that this one isn't boring. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I was not bored in Roma. No, at all. I here's yeah, yeah, a little bit. I haven't seen Roma yeah. since theaters, but today after I finished Children of Men, I was like, I'm gonna watch the birth scene from Roma, and I'm gonna watch the uh, the ocean. The no, the department store scene with the with oh, like the riot. Yeah, that's because both oh, yeah. of those. Yeah. When I finished Children of Men, I was like, the crossover in those two scenes. Yeah, you definitely feel both is scenes. is really there. Yeah, and I remember those being my favorite scenes watching Roma. Yeah, I think one day I'll rewatch Roma when I'm like 50, and I'll be like. There it is. There it is. Yeah, it. Now you get it. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> One other thing for context, Karan said that he, the reason he was inspired by this product was he always wanted to make a movie that starts at the end of the credits. So, like, it's kind of just the build up and then, you know, like nothing like insane uh, oh, right. necessarily happens. It's like, and then he dies or whatever. Right. And then the credits roll, but it's kind of like, and now the journey begins sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah you're yeah, left yeah, to wonder what's going to happen to that baby. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. And he said it's kind of in his mind it's like the story of Christianity and that, like it's mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which is like pretty clear but like yeah. it's his 
I guess, perspective on like what Christianity is or what it can offer, I guess, sort of thing. So he's not, a, I don't know if he is a Christian, but he like, I'm not sure he does whether or not he's a Christian. I think he made like, yeah, he made a movie that makes the gospel and or Christianity beautiful in a way that like no one else really has. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I think that's maybe like the, the feat of this movie aside from filmmaking, but as far as like storytelling goes, yeah. like he, he makes the idea of the gospel beautiful in a way that like, you know, any like passion of the Christ or not passion of the Christ, but like any like nativity story <laughs> yeah. could ever be. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. Uh, I think that's just part of that I, is I because of like, for sure the the way he like shows spends like two hours not two hours but like at least an hour getting you into like how depraved this world is makes yeah. like the yeah. arrival of the baby yeah. that much more impactful yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it really like it's a powerful punch like all the little allegory things that he For throws sure. in like yeah it more it, so it than is than unprecedented like it's there's not a movie like it and like yeah you do get a very different feeling watching this than than the Passion of the Christ and the Nativity Story like you For just sure. You feel the weight of like, okay, this baby's like the hope for all mankind. Totally. You know what I mean? The movie starts with just like, is it like news? Or, yeah. It's like news ca- like a newscast of just like people talking about the news. Kind of establishing the state the world is in, but yeah. then also the story of this, the, the youngest story, yeah. person yeah. being stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. To death. Yeah. yeah. The youngest person. And then I love, I love the opening shot so much in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic because you hear the audio and then... You're expecting to see... A screen, like the a screen, screen of the newscast. Yeah, or like a TV zooming out. You and know? instead you get the people watching it. Exactly. That's a good choice. Is this in the coffee shop? artistic choice yeah. at the first scene? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. that is a, that's great. That's great. Yeah, and everyone's, everyone's, and but then everyone's just staring at the screen, blank face, and then Clive Owen walks in, he just cuts through everyone to get a cigarette, is that what he's doing? Getting yeah, cigarettes? So. Yeah. People are like crying a bit and stuff, right? Is that, yeah, is that really I think dumb, so? Yeah, they're really dumb. Yeah, everyone cares about this yeah. youngest so, person. Yeah, for those who haven't seen, it's set in a world where fertility doesn't exist and yeah. it's not distinguished. He doesn't distinguish whether it's like they don't male really infertility or female infertility. Yeah. It's just like no one can have kids. Babies and it's been about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. And so how old was the guy? Diego? He was like 18, 18, almost 19. I think. Yeah. And he was stabbed cause yeah, he was famous for being the yeah, youngest being, and right. he refused to sign an autograph or something. And someone and stabbed, stabbed crazy fans. Yeah. Yeah. Which another weird thing about this movie that I, did not recognize before, but now I do. Is it? There's a lot of John Lennon, yeah, like tributes and parallels throughout the whole. Yeah, the credit thing. song I think is a Lennon song, and also yep. Michael Caine's character in general. Yeah, just very John Lennon vibes. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure Michael Caine glasses. based his yeah, yeah, yeah preparation after John Lennon. The pot. Yeah. The most unrealistic thing about this like near future is that pot is still illegal <laughs> in 2027. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the most unrealistic. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything else. Other than that, it's everything perfect. else is like I could see that, but like pot yeah. still being illegal yeah. in 2027. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and the fact that it's a kid like John Lennon was killed by a crazy fan too, yeah, which is like an interesting mm-hmm. weird parallel. But that's the other thing. So it's it's the there's the opening shot, and then Clive Owen comes in and gets a cigarette. Blah blah blah. It's just setting up this world, and so he's just like kind of walking through this place, and there's like protesters and everything, and I just like I am in awe of the what he did with like the production and like yeah the production design and stuff. It's like incredible yeah. world. Building. I couldn't yeah. tell you like how or where they filmed this. Yeah, because, I know. You know, all of the outdoor stuff is obviously some kind of set, but it's not on like a stage because it's outdoors. If it is, no. that's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. and like. Y- 
you know, similar with Roma, these huge, like, street-wide, yeah. you know, sequences that look like you legitimately destroyed a city. Yeah. And I don't, like, maybe it's just good VFX, the kind of good VFX where it's like, yeah. it doesn't look like VFX. Right, like Fincher style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, whatever it is, it's impressive. Like, I don't yeah. care how it is. Yeah. Like, it's impressive no matter what they did. Here. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's the explosion. Yeah, I would say this right is off the, the right, right off the bat. He walks out and then there's an explosion. And it explodes. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the girl walks out holding her arm, and it's like a flash cut to the. Uh, yeah. to the she title. walks out holding her yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, it's such an it's insane. It's like a really yeah. quick. Oh. Yeah. Like, That's what a way to start a movie. <laughs> yes, we were talking about before when you were upstairs, just okay. how, like, watching the sun, like, this morning or in the afternoon during the day yeah, is just, like, wrong. such an intense mm. experience because this movie's dark. It's and, so, like, it's dark. It's violent. And, like, you. I think more than any movie I've ever seen, you the gunshots are like so piercing. Yeah, like, you just feel they like they are. Yeah, so I think uncomfortable. Not only like the sound is great for that, but I think part of that is this movie's very good at when people get shot. It's not a big show of them getting shot. Yeah. it's very realistic. Like you get shot, you you drop in a like it's the yeah. force of a bullet isn't sending people yeah. back Tarantino Django and Chain <laughs> yeah. style into yeah. another room yeah. which and is that's great, what we're used to yeah. yeah obviously he overdoes it but like there's like a middle ground where lots of action movies exist where it's a big yes. thing to get yeah, shot thank thought. you when like in, in reality like not to jump ahead but when Julianne Moore gets shot like that yeah. that looks like someone got shot in the neck oh in a way yeah. that like and that's yeah. why it makes it so unsettling exactly scene. yeah and, like, any time anyone gets shot or dies in this movie, like, it feels real. It feels like... And that's yeah, no, it's it's almost like a so documentary. Yeah, 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 it's got all that. Yeah. Have you seen... We talk, we've talked about it a bit, but have you seen the documentary White Helmets? No, I haven't even heard it's of it. It's, like, about um, these guys that wear white helmets in Syria, and okay. they, they go in after the bombings and just save Trying people. Okay, wow. Yeah. And it's, it feels yeah. it's, like it's children... Super, it's only, like, 40 minutes, but okay. yeah. it's pretty... It's intense. super heavy, and it's, like... Really yeah, but yeah, definitely yeah. children men. But it vibes, feels absolutely. like children men. Like he nailed, Karan nailed it. Like what it's like to be in like a city that's been bombed. Yeah, yeah. It's so similar, and the yeah. way he shoots it too with yeah. the shaky camera. Oh, for sure. Just like puts you so right much handheld stuff. So I, much handheld. And stuff, I think yeah. that's part of why it's like, even if I couldn't say it's my favorite movie, it's by far my favorite dystopian movie. Yeah, because it feels possible in a way that. The Hunger Games doesn't, or in yes. a way that like other exactly. yeah, movies of that you yeah. know framework just don't. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with production design and yeah. and sound design, etc. Like yeah. it, and even just like the camera work, like you're saying, like it's just it's like devastatingly real. Yeah, which is it's a hard watch. Which makes me wonder, like, why do I l- enjoy watching this so frequently? <laughs> but I think it's because again, not to jump ahead, but like the like hopeful part of it is works so well against that backdrop that like it makes it worth it yeah. to a degree. Oh yeah, yeah. it just oh, yeah, like sure. washes over you when, yeah. when you yeah, when there's a glimpse of hope. So the explosion happens. I didn't ever even notice the arm thing. That's so disturbing. <laughs> I don't yeah, <laughs> I noticed it like after watching it for a few t- times because it's very quick. You only yeah. see it briefly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I always thought so she's quickly. just holding like a bag or something. It's like it's straight up her arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And then he vis- goes and visits Jasper. Yeah. And his wife um they're hanging out. Yeah. They have they're having like a political discussion about like 
state of the world or whatever. Oh man, I just don't like Michael Caine in this movie. That's so weird. <laughs> I just don't. I really like in that scene. There's he tells he's trying he's telling a joke about how it's like a it's like a dinner party of people trying to figure out why oh, there's no right. fertility. Yeah, and like the the the, the punchline is that like. A guy is like, I don't know, but this stork wing is very good. Like, he's yeah, eating yeah, a stork. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah, idea yeah. is that they've just, like, <laughs> murdered and are eating yeah. the storks. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. That's a good that's joke. That's a good joke. Yeah, it, it, that would work in a stand-up stand up, uh, But not from special. the lips of Michael Caine. Not from the lips of Michael Caine. <laughs> I love his character. I love his, the house he lives in oh, and, like, that he's, like, kind of just this nomad type guy. But And it's a really, like, relieving, like, kind of solace in totally. those moments of distress. Yeah. Like, the urban situation is so bleak. Yeah, totally. But and his little haven is, like, so comforting yeah, and totally. cozy and dry. Like, everywhere else yes, yeah, is so, yeah, like, totally. wet Damn, and muddy, yeah. you yeah, know? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Huh. That's so intentional, too. Yeah. And, yeah, he even says, like, you should just move in with me. And then he's like, but then I can't look forward to it. Yeah. yeah. He's got all these animals. Like, it's just a nice little place, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's a nice place. Set in Britain. I don't know if we said that, but... Yeah. Um, and his wife has like dementia. Or? Yeah, or something like she. Does, she's not unresponsive. She's unresponsive, like alive, yeah. but she's not talking yeah. or really moving. Yeah. But they kind of like. I think they allude to something happened, They were right? journalists. Oh yeah. That's what it's so Michael Caine was like a cartoonist, and his wife was like a photojournalist or something, and they have known Clive yeah. Owen's character for decades. Forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's very evident right off the bat, right from the opening shot, that Clive Owen is kind of just. Like, he's, n- he's not your suspecting hero that you're, like... No. He's, like, trying to save the world. He's just, like, I don't want anything to do with anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's not he seems, yeah. like, intentionally, like, numbed to the whole thing. Exactly. He's not sad when the when the youngest person dies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, you know... I think of, like, a pretty realistic state of, like... Or portrayal of, like, the everyman in that kind of situation. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's hopeless enough... But uh, you know you're you're going day to day like yeah. you're still showing up to a yeah. job. Yeah, and that's interesting too. Is they have this? I didn't. I think this watching today is the first time I really noticed how frequently they're bringing up this this um, like pill or whatever you the can take thing? the suicide yeah, yeah, pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so there's this there's this like peaceful, painless, that. normalized means of like yeah. ending yeah. your life just because it's so like hopeless. Yeah. And they uh, want to get rid of people. It's called like yeah. quietus or something yeah. like oh, that. Boy. And that's how Michael King. I was saying, like, yeah, that's where they li- like kills Mercy yeah. kills his wife before yeah. he gets. They just have the pill, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that feels more real than pot being illegal in twenty twenty seven. Yeah, that totally feels real. Like that, that's completely legitimate. Yeah, the, that one like TV ad. Also, the all the billboards and TV ads are so interesting mm. in this movie. But like, where it says like Stockholm. India, yeah, everything's right, fallen, yeah. but Britain soldiers yeah, on. Like that nationalistic. Yeah, yeah but Britain's not actually soldiering yeah, on, it's right? Terrible. Yeah, it's horrible, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's, is that suggesting that every other place is actually just, there's no one living there? I mean, the idea that like all these, or all these like refugees that. from all these different countries are trying so hard to get into Britain as if it's like the ideal place to be compared to those other places yeah. is, is wild. And yeah, they they I, I like that. There's that element of mystery of we never really see the state of any other the rest of the world yeah. place in the world. Yeah, it feels like 1984, where like I don't trust though. Like I wouldn't trust mm. that that is oh, necessarily right. the case. Like it seems like it's a lie. Like it could Whether be the case. Whether places are better elsewhere or the same. That's yeah, more yeah. Like right. it's yeah. like it could go either way, sort of thing. Is 1984 set in Britain? I haven't read it. Yeah, yeah. I think basically right. Okay. Yeah, like I never. Yeah. After that, he goes to. 
it basically is on Clive Owen the whole movie. He goes back to his right? life, and that's when he gets picked up by uh, the fishes, which is this fishes. this this yeah. group of people that the government is claiming are terrorists, but they're basically like a like a rebellion group. Yeah, and which calling them the fishes is also an intentional right choice. Yeah, because they're kind of like the disciples, I guess. Is that yeah? I can see that. I hadn't thought about it that way. Nice. I th- I think he's doing so many things, and his name's Theo too, right? Right. Like, yeah. So there's like. Which is God. So it's like, a, there's so many little like things. I'm just, maybe I'm overthinking it. Cause I am like obsessed with allegory and that's right. why I should love this movie. No, but I think a part but, of allegory is like finding the little things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sorry. The fish is there. That's like Julianne Moore's. Yeah. And Julianne Moore's Clive Owen's character's ex lover. And they had a son together back in right. the day. That's now dead. And she wants his help to transport someone because he's got a connection. His cousin is some high up government official that can get transit right. papers or something. Yeah. And so they're roping him in. They're going to pay him five grand to get these, this paperwork. Yeah. And he does it. Yeah, he does it. So, yeah, I love the scene when they, like, put him in that, like, newspaper. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Room thing. I don't even know what it is. It's yeah, so it's, bizarre. It's almost like a big phone booth kind of vibe. Yeah. It's at, like, a train station or something. Yeah, so and interesting. Yeah. Taking it over. And uh, Emmanuel Lebesky's lighting and cinematography is unreal. And uh, just wild to see, like, Chiwetel is there, and also Charlie Hunnam is the oh, guy yeah. with dreads. Oh, That's Charlie Hunnam? So he went on to do, like, Sons of Anarchy yeah. and, like, King Arthur. The whole time I was like, who is that? And, and then uh, I forgot Pacific to look and stuff. Yeah, oh, that's weird. Super weird. Yeah. And so there's, there's this one shot after that when they take him away, and it just... Julianne Moore's staying, and then the camera is backing away from her. I don't know what it is about that shot, but I understand. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And it, she's talking about she's how talking. the ringing in his ear is like the yeah, sound of that frequency exactly, yeah. dying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's a good example of you were kind of talking about how this feels like a writer director movie. Yeah. It feels like a one man crew. And I it think does. a lot of that has to do with like the handheld camera and how frequent that is, but it feels like the camera person is like, just there participating in the story as it's happening. Yeah. There's not a lot of distance between totally. the camera and the stuff that's happening. Yeah. And so in a shot like that, it feels yeah. like a person is just walking away, observing well, what's audio, happening. She's getting quieter and quieter, yeah. too. Yeah. It's not like the audio stands. It's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it is just Chivo and right? Ron just, w- just walking just around. Just them two. Like, yeah. <laughs> that would make sense to me. Because there yeah. are so many instances, so many shots where I'm like, where is the crew like hiding? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, uh, similar with something like 1917 or Birdman, like th- those extended shot know, things yeah. where it's like, yeah. what am I not seeing? Yeah. And I like that, you know, it's not too distracting in this case. Mm-hmm. Like there are times where I'm thinking like, oh, I'm aware that like, you know, with these long shot sequences, I'm, a, I'm aware that that's what's happening. Yeah. But for some reason in this case, it's just effective every time. Yeah. Are you a fan of those long shots I've, sequences? I uh, Depending on the movie. Okay. But. Uh, like, did you see 1917? Yeah. And I like 1917. And I think I have less of a problem with that kind of thing than other people do. I see, like, why... Um, I mean, this is a this is a whole, like, a whole thing to unpack. But mm-hmm. I, I see why people think that it's, like, an easy thing to appreciate or an easy thing to notice. Right. And in that way, it's kind of talked about, like, a, a, like a juvenile, juvenile, like, intro film studies, like, right. thing to be, like, mm-hmm. my favorite thing is movies is when the take is 10 minutes long. Like, right. It's, it's seen as, like, showy or gimmicky. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to pretend that when I watch it, I'm not super impressed or enjoying myself. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it's Birdman or 1917 or even The Revenant uh, mm-hmm. or this, like, in those scenes, like, I'm, in, I'm, I'm impressed and I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. There's, there are always conversations, there have been a lot this year with 1917, there's conversations about like whether it's justified, like whether it's serving the story, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I know how to like 
tell if that's the case. I don't case. know either, yeah. But in this case, it does. For some, I just, for some yeah, reason. I can't explain it with children and men, but, like, I know that, like, it works for some reason. Yeah. Or it works on me, at least. Yeah. And so does Roma, in my mind. I think Roma really yeah. works. Yeah. Those, I mean, there's a lot I don't remember about Roma, but those two scenes I watched yeah. today... Yeah, he knows how to, like, use that tool effectively, yeah. I think. And I think uh, someone else is Steve McQueen. He yeah, that ri- scene in yeah. Hunger, the pre-scene in Hunger, in Hunger yeah. is, yeah. that's a long shot, or yeah. take. And he uses and it in 12 Years a Slave so yeah. effectively, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah it's I guess you gotta watch 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the, the message. And then he goes to that guy's house, right? Where the, with the and has dinner with him and his cousin is like his cousin. Such a weird David scene. statue, David or whatever. Yeah, he's got the statue yeah, of David. I like that. Michael That's fun. That is cool. Yeah. And that big like, there's like a big pig yes. balloon thing in yeah, the skyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. It's a weird. Scene. Which what is the pig? Isn't there something? I have no idea. Pig? There might be something said on it. I think. Oh, what that is could it? be is it, like an Orwellian reference too, like an animal farm yeah, thing. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's Orwellian, but it's also like, was there a Pink Floyd album? Oh, with you, a giant pig on it? They have some. Pink Floyd definitely has like a big pig balloon situation, but I don't know. I I don't. I think know it's a pig, it flo- pink, pig Floyd. Pink <laughs> Floyd. <It's> a, <laughs> oh boy, it's a Pink Floyd reference. Because <laughs> uh, that's so embarrassing. That's why I do the podcast. <laughs> My dad still. I just do, do it so yeah, I can hear you say this. Taika Waititi's name wrong. Yeah, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Um, because I think there's an album. It's. I've read about this a while ago, by Pink Floyd that came out like, some like nineteen seventy seven maybe. Okay. And so that's like what fifty years later is twenty twenty seven. Oh, I see. So there's some there's some weird. Okay. Connection I wonder if it is the wall. That's like, I don't. I I don't know the wall well enough to know like if there is like a a pig reference or something or like. Oh, something. is that, the wall an album? The Floyd? Yeah, and oh, okay. it's like it's like a concept album that is like a very like it's a very like war torn Britain. Oh, okay. so I don't know the concept very okay. well, but like it has yeah. a movie companion okay. to it as well. Yeah, and uh, it it could be because uh, he's because Quran's dropping all these <laughs> Easter eggs. In, oh, totally in the movie, right? And I think it probably is Orwellian too. Like, the yeah, whole yeah, thing, I could see that. But like, what? I don't even know. Understand that scene at all? Like, what's, know, what's going this, on? Like, son playing video games or something? Yeah, yeah, he's, like, he's got like a weird, yeah, weird thing. Like yelling at him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Take your pill. <laughs> yeah, oh, you have the pill. Take your pill. Yeah, yeah. I think like on one hand, that scene is. Like, if I were to cut a scene, I feel like it'd be that one. It feels like an outlier. It does feel yeah, like from, tonally from, from and also, like, movie, yeah. he could be like, I got the papers without having yeah, to see that scene. But right. there must be a... Re- like, I do like the Statue of David element. That is cool. That's it's fun. a pretty great shot. And, like, it's like... I guess it's a good way to, like, Just introduce, like, what the government elite looks yeah. like in this yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, it's like... It's not like everyone's... Like, there's some people that are still financially fine. Right. And, like... Yeah. And, the, yeah, there's a scene where he's... the Theo is, like, how, how do you do it or whatever? Like, how do you not... Like, how do you live like this while it's all happening? He's like, I just don't think about it. Yeah, that's right. And that's, like... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Heavy. I guess there is, like, a... Yeah, the, so it you know, it's introducing, this. like, a, a, a... I guess, like, a, an archetype or, like, a characteristic of, yeah. you know, well-off people yeah. that aren't affected by... Yeah. And that's, like, thing of, like... Else. That kind of like, there's so many things in this movie. It's like it's no longer some sci-fi thing. It's like this yeah. is happening right now. Like for sure. Like we're currently like even now. Yeah, like, it's like fine. 13 years later. But like how many things? Even like when it was 2017, there were like a lot of articles being like 10 years since Children of Men. Like and here we are with like the refugee crisis. Exactly. And, like, just these parallels yeah. are interesting. To the refugee and crisis, yeah. alarming. <laughs> Very alarming. Yeah, and like we all just kind of numb ourselves with things to try to get by and pretend like it's not happening. And, know? like, yeah. the, I feel like the one step that would take it 
uh, you know, farther to the extent that it is the dystopian kind of vibe that it is, is something as significant as infertility would take, or right. some maybe something as significant as like climate change, like really taking a toll, yeah. would drive things to the like the state where you know the streets are like yeah. war zones, like they yeah, are yeah. in this case. You just need some one grand thing yeah, kind exactly. Of to happen. Like yeah. I feel like Tip we're like. As as like I, the human race is like ready to go as far as just being like <laughs> yeah we're ready. As being like those people in yeah. this movie yeah which yeah. is the scary part about this movie it's like yeah. I can see this happening yeah okay so then they're driving in the car right is that the next part basically yeah like there's a couple more things but basically he's got the papers but he's like I gotta go with you wherever you're taking this person that needs to get wherever because okay. because I could only get transit papers for two people or whatever yeah and they're driving in the car gets attacked. Gets attacked. And that's the other part where you were mentioning, like, I don't know where the crew's hiding. They, I, I have no idea how they the film that scene. For that it's like insane. a camera. Yeah. It's a the weirdest swivel, thing in the world. Like, I can where imagine. is everyone? Yeah. It's so, because they're going all yeah. 360 yeah. degrees yeah. in the car. And, like, yeah. it's it's like the car is so much bigger than it is to have, like, that much movement. Yeah. That, yeah. They, like, invented a bunch of stuff while they were doing it. Like, okay. Yeah, like, because, like, all the uh, braking and stuff. That makes sense. insane that they, like, like made Dunkirk they just make new things. Because yeah. they're like, oh, we can't do this. Yeah. I remember the first time I watched it, I watched it at home with my brother, and I was, I don't know, I was probably, like, 14 or something. Yeah. And it's, uh, that, like, I, I was, like, alert to what was happening, but then when that scene started, my brother was like, pay attention, because, like, this is gonna, this is, this is where it gets wild, and, like, yeah. it, it does. It, like... Yeah. Watching the movie now, like even the first scene is really wild. Like you, you know, it got, gets my attention. But yeah. that's the first like really long take, and it's the yeah. first one where it's like, oh, this is operating on a level that like many other movies are not yes. as far yeah. as craft goes. Yes, yeah, yeah. man, I can't imagine if I watched this fourteen, it would be in my brain a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It was dark. effective, but the choice to like have them start getting attacked while they're like doing the ping pong yeah. ball thing. Yeah. It's such like yeah. a mean choice. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just like a nice, like <laughs> comic relief moment. It's like, yeah. <laughs> everything is terrible. Oh. She's dead. Yeah. yeah. And then it's revealed shortly after that. It's like a, it's like an inside job. So the yeah. fishes who we're Sorry. trusting now is these people that are going to, you know, that are helping this girl yeah. are, are, uh, you know, coordinating Julianne Moore's death. That's right. So to speak. They already all know that she's pregnant. Yeah, the only person that doesn't she's know the girl is pregnant is Clive Owen. Yeah. 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 But once they get to the safe house, which is right after that, she reveals. She him. reveals, yeah, yeah. Because Julianne Moore's character was like, whatever, like if anything goes wrong, you can trust him. Theo. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so obviously that's a game changer. And that's a really great moment too in that barn when she reveals oh, she's pregnant. Because then it's like, good. the movie is like, is about what it's about until that moment. It's like, oh, like. The stakes are. I'm That's, invested now, like emotionally. Oh, like yeah. this person needs to survive. Like, yeah, yeah, immediate. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, the the reveal in the barn happens, and as soon as it happens, he says the first words that come to my mouth are Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> which is just a, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's so obvious. Um, what yeah, it's so, like it's. He's not trying no, to hide. Nothing it. is like this on the nose, but still good. You know, like I know. That's usually the thing. when things are really like it's not so, subtle, yeah, it's, so it's, true. it's annoying. Yeah, and somehow he pulls it off. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, I don't know. It's so weird what's happening in that scene because there's like the cow. I was thinking about this. The cows are there and then she's like behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then she's like, they're like in a separate gated area. Right. And she's in the gated area with the cows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is she over there? I don't know. It's so weird. But and it, like that fertility element too, because she's talking about the udders. She's like, they cut off half of the udders because the machines can only milk four udders or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. She's talking about, you yeah. know, like nursing, which is just, you know, the motherhood thing too. There's yeah. just, there's a lot. There's a lot. And it's in stuff. your face. It's so But somehow it doesn't feel 
in your face or like that annoying, you know? Yeah. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it is like, it does show like the nudity there, but it's like, Mm -hmm. there's something about the way he does it there. It's like, and because of all the preparation of like this horrible world that we're living in. Right. And then just to see like a a woman, like a young woman. It's so unsexual. Is so unsexual and so pure. For sure. And like, just a beautiful contrast to Definitely. everything that's happening in the movie. Yeah. It's like a classic painting of like Mary, yeah. Mary yes, or right? something. Yeah, exactly. like it's, it's very it feels yeah. so motherly. Yeah. Is it right after that that they're just like escaping? Is that is that or is there stuff in between? There? So yeah, they're Basically, uh, they're at yeah. this safe house and the yeah. fishes are tr- gonna elect a new leader because mm-hmm. right. Julianne Moore has died. And yeah. in the middle of the night, Clive Owen gets woken up by uh, Charlie Hunnam Dreadlocks boy coming in, and he Clive Owen re- basically learns that like it's not safe for the pregnant girl to be with these people like they can't yeah. be trusted basically. Yeah. So he's going to try and escape them escape with, them. with her, yeah. her, uh, the other lady who's like a OBGYN basically. Oh yeah. That lady. Yeah. yeah. And she's, she's great. She's always like chanting and like, Oh yeah. That you like that lady. She's good. She's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just the two, yeah, yeah, the yeah, main yeah, two yeah, guys. Just, main yeah. 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 You just hate Michael Caine. I, well, I love Michael Caine, but not <laughs> well, Steve. <laughs> that is what Jasper, whatever his name is. <laughs> Good riddance. Um, oh, I'm just, wow. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> okay. I just can't think of like a million um, Michael Caine movies to like him in. Like, it's like, I know what you're even like, you're like, I, yeah, what are you holding? You just like Michael Caine as an actor, I just like him as a person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing in the safe house, another scene that I loved is when the dogs walk up to him and the guy's like, they like, you. they like you. They literally don't like anyone. I, I didn't realize until today's viewing how many animals are in this movie and like how yeah. significant they end up being. Yeah. And even now you mentioning the cows is a thing I didn't realize. But yeah. like There's a lot they of kind of establish that he's comfortable with the animals in Jasper's house. There's all these pets. Yeah. And he's like cuddling with like a cat and a dog at Jasper's yeah. house. Yeah. And then later the dog's liking him. That serves him later when he has to tell the dogs to be quiet when they're escaping. Yeah. Yeah. And they're yeah, in yeah. Yeah. I want, and another th- like other points where it's less significant, but they're like chickens walking around the building during the climax. And like just oh, like yeah. and like a herd of sheep walking yeah, through yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah, that's so great. Like just weird. And yeah, the deer in the old school hospital too, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. A lot of animals. Yeah, that's super weird. I don't know what's going on there, but I like it. Yeah, I do like that. And I think and I always commit the sin of overstepping with allegory. That's like right. my problem. It's like, mm-hmm. but what about this? It's like is this animal farm too? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like what he's saying there is like it's like God is connected to the animals, maybe. Mm. You know, like because he's like he doesn't like any anyone, but he does like. And you. even That's like the weird. stable situation. That's what like, I'm thinking. That's still, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah, totally oh, stable my situation. Gosh. Yeah. I hope that the more I, that you point out and that I realize things that are on the nose, I hope it doesn't like cheapen. I know. Like, yeah, I'm gonna ruin this movie, movie for you. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's um, too much. Roma, you're gonna, like, Roma is way more Michael Caine now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we get it, Josh. <laughs> And then doesn't she also joke about being a virgin? Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. I love mm. that joke. Because he's like, who's he's the like father? He's like messing with the allegory so much. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm a virgin. And then everyone's like, no way. It's immaculate If, if they conception. committed to that, I'd be out. Yeah, I know. This would go from like It'd a 10 to like but a 4. I know, totally. And then the fact that it's a joke <laughs> yeah. is so funny. It's so like, he totally, oh, Karan so knows annoyed. what he's doing, man. He knows what he's doing. And you got that joke. He's in me. Like you were what? like, I get what they were talking about. Like you understood that one. <laughs> yes. Like it was within your... <laughs> I know that much about sex. <laughs> and like, you know. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, then, well, there's the big escape. The big escape. That which is, is like simultaneously. Like, uh, I'm like oh. laughing and so stressed out. It's very like, stressful. It's, it's like silly Wait, why are you and laughing It's something escape? about just funny. I don't know. It's just so it's just it's just like face. slow. Honestly, like, it's just I, like, there is when they, 
because uh, uh, Dreadlock like Boy, or something. yeah, he's yeah. like running and he's got a shot. And he's like, can I shoot? Oh, and it's yeah, the this, second time this, in the movie this. they use the yeah. door to hit him to get him. Yes, because yeah, yeah, when he's yeah. on the motorcycle yeah, right. after yeah. shooting yeah, Julianne Moore, what it was. It's just yeah. it's just funny that the door hit was nice. <laughs> it's so convenient to be yeah. able to use a door to like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just so miserable the whole thing. Like just trying to get away. You're like you think they're right at the bottom of the hill. You think they're gonna get it, and then they get stuck in the mud. Oh my gosh, that is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, he's got me, you know, the whole time. He's, yeah. He's teasing me. Yeah. And, like, at this point in the story, like, I think you're right in the barn scene being kind of the climax where you're just like, okay, now I'm in. Right. Like, I'm fully into this story. Yeah, because, like, where's the emotional element until that point? Exactly. It's not, like, Clive Owen is not the emotional anchor of this movie. No. In that yeah, way, like, he's no. the protagonist, but, like, you're not rooting for him in the way that you're rooting, you're rooting for, for a traditional tra- protagonist. You're yeah. ro- I mean, you're rooting for him to, like, safely get Do the girl thing. to the place, but, yeah. like, you care about the baby. Yeah, and totally. that the mom will be safe enough to yeah. to mm-hmm. have the baby and to get the baby to safety because like yeah. that's like the hope of you know the whole thing. Yeah. Um, wow, I just thought of like Mother Darren Aronofsky's movie. Uh, yes. Is also, that like a cheap Children of Men? Uh, I don't. I didn't know. think about all the diff- the parallels. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I love that movie a lot. It's very good. It's yeah. very Old Testament I parallels. Saying, do you think right? Be, I yeah. see. But there, is, no, but there is there's the baby. The baby. Yeah. yeah, that's very Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I have. To, I haven't seen that movie since theaters. But I'm, have I'm, you seen that? Yeah, I'm trying to think if I think of it as very similar. Well, it's just like the chaos. I just think the chaos. No, as far yeah, as yeah, really on, some as far as really on the nose, really, biblical really allegory, on the nose definitely. Sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's, true. Yeah. I mean, not that Aronofsky. This is more nuanced than biblical stuff. Yeah, biblical thing. Yeah, that's true. Like even watching the mother, there's one point where their pipes burst. And it, like, know, floods the house, and I'm like, okay, that's the flood. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, a check, check, check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just have Legit. a list. I'm, like, doing the walkthrough from, of the Bible. Or yeah. walkthrough yeah, of yeah. Carmel. Creation, Creation Paul. Paul. <laughs> Yeah, it's so bad. But I love it, because allegory is so interesting. Yeah, that's a good movie. They escape to, um... Yeah. They go to, they go to go like, ahead. the school or a hospital or whatever. I think it's a school, maybe. Oh, no, they go back to Michael Caine. Because I was going to say, he's Yeah, yeah, they go back to Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, they're, like, hiding out there, but then the fishes find them. Yeah. And and they, and, uh, Michael Caine. and they kill Michael Caine, which is sad. It is sad. He has a bunch of you stuff to make sure they You didn't get away. delight in his murder? No, I didn't. Because <laughs> the, 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 you, like, you mentioned it before, like the shooting is so real. And yeah, so the that's way good. That's a good kill, kill too. Yeah, is just really. It's just like, oh my god. They gosh. shoot his hand and his finger, and then that's, like his arm, yeah, yeah, arm yeah, and then his leg, and, and then they kill. Yeah, that's right. That's brutal. It's just like, oh, that's hard to watch. Yeah, and knowing no one bugged me about that too is like he killed the wife, but like. The, like all the pets are in there still. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they're just gonna starve to death. Yeah, it is. It's brutal. Sad. Yeah, it's sad, but it's also like, well, like you know what I mean. Like it's just like this. There's no hope. Like it's just yeah. Like, if such a if that reality. like solace off the like that's so carefully hidden couldn't be protected, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah. Another fun fact with this movie is that Theo never uses a weapon. Whoa! Yeah. Like, oh, oh, he uses the door, I guess, but he never he picks he never up a gun, a gun or yeah, she yeah, kills yeah, him. Yeah, that's interesting. And then there's a couple scenes where Clive Owen's doing a good job acting, like when Julianne Moore dies, and there's that shot of him like crouched over. Oh yeah, I was gonna. Like, I remember him. making note of that. Mm-hmm. That I appreciated that after yeah. that scene, they take a minute or whatever to show them actually like grieving. Yeah. Because how often does like an important mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. die in a movie, and you just move on to the yeah, next yeah, thing? Because right? the action or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, totally, and it, it is really. They do have to keep moving, but it's just, like, whatever it is, like, 30 And seconds. when they do have to keep moving, it feels realistic in a way of, like, there's no time for you to grieve right now. Like, but I feel like showing that just as showing opposed that to just, like, yeah, assuming totally. they're just moving on is, yeah, it's essential. essential. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so the same thing happens after Jasper dies. He's, they're driving away like he had to leave, but it shows him. There's a shot of him yeah. driving. Yeah, I remember this kind of. And he's just like... I mean, he's acting yeah. good the whole time. Oh, like, yeah, I understand he's that he's not likable, yeah. like, but, yeah. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Clive Owen. <laughs> Sorry. I like that no, it's no. like a smear campaign for, like, Clive Owen and uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone Josh agrees Josh hates me. English gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might. Yeah, I was just realizing you're kind of not into that. I think English directors are good, but But you like that better. Irish. Irish. Big difference. I'm sure there's an English actor I like. Christian Bale. Love Christian Bale. Welsh. Is he Welsh? Welsh. Oh, shoot. Um, Daniel Craig? I like Daniel Craig. All right. Yeah. So they're driving away. It's just the three of them. And then they go to the school, right? That's the next detail? Yeah. Yeah, because Michael Caine is like, go see my buddy Sid. He's like a border patrol guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, going to yeah, help yeah. you get Tell him you're a fascist the, or something. Yeah, he's a fascist pig. <laughs> he's a fascist yeah, pig, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a funny scene, too. When he tells him that he's yeah. a fascist pig. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, yeah, say it again. And, and, then like, yeah. and then he just dies laughing. Yeah, there's a really good scene in that school, like a moment of quiet where yeah. he's talking to the OBGYN and she's talking about when it, like baby stopped surviving yeah. full term. Pregnancies. Because she was like a nurse, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, just like her perspective on that's like a really good world building way to like for exposition. Instead of just like a voiceover being like, it was the year 2027, babies stopped being born. Like to have like a character's perspective. And that's a big thing that Quran wanted to avoid. Oh, good. In this movie, like he was like, no matter what, I want to avoid that long exposition. I just want to like. Right? Yeah, yeah, and the, you're, uh, the good thing about that, too, is instead of establishing everything right off the bat, you're picking up pieces. You get a lot of stuff as you go. Time, oh, yeah. Totally. Which just kind of makes it it's great more interesting as you're going. Yeah. Suspe- like, sustaining the mystery of it, too. Yeah, yeah. It's a good storytelling. Yeah. And, yeah. He's that, a smart that, dude. He's a smart dude. He's a smart director. Especially in Prisoner of Azkaban. We can all agree that Gravity <laughs> is his best movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gravity's it's, not bad. It's probably fine. Yeah. I've, it, it was pretty I, I have no interest, but. yeah. I know. Um, but that <laughs> playground scene was the first time in the movie where I'm like, oh, this is like a world where there's no kids. Like, yeah, how yeah, sad yeah, is totally, that? totally. She's yeah. talking about how like, yeah, there's no sound of like children playing anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't yeah, think about it really. And then there's totally. a playground and it's just like, oh, that's actually yeah. like mess. School's up. like falling apart. Yeah. yeah. There's no schools. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. like, man, it, that, it hit me that this, this second watch. Yeah. yeah. This is only the second time I watched it okay. this time yeah. around, but I was just like. That is bleak existence. Like, yeah. And then the end credits to have to start with children laughing yeah, at the playground. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Like, I, made me tear mm-hmm. up. I was. I think that's a, yeah. yeah I, I didn't think about that until right now. That's kind of significant. Like yeah. as far as like because when you're reading the end, you could be thinking like, oh, yeah. that baby might you know only exactly, last like a, yeah. a week or be yeah. with her mother yeah, for like a couple days. Yeah. But that that's intentional. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Totally intentional because it's like there's hope. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. That is interesting. I never, yeah, I never thought of. I just thought of like, oh, that's nice, like to give us that <laughs> yeah. taste. And I was like, plot-wise, that actually is a right. significant point. Yeah. Huh. So then they hop in the car with the Nazi fascist or whatever. Yeah, Sid. <laughs> whatever's the fascist. Not Nazi. Just, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a border guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. He talks about himself in the third person. He's always yeah. like, Sid doesn't want to know right. why you're. Yeah. 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 He's, a, he's notice, a good supporting character. Is she starting to go into labor at this point? Her water breaks uh, when the they bus? get on the bus. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he gets them onto like a refugee bus. Yeah. And her water breaks. That's the most. Yeah. That, I hate. I hate all of that yeah. stuff. That's so yeah, and then agonizing. And then because the patrol comes on the bus. Yeah. And they end up taking the uh, the nurse 
friend. That's right. And, yeah, they, and, and that's they put her she in. saying like praise Gabriel or something? Yeah, she's like praying. Yeah. And they put her in a firing squad, basically. Yeah. Or a firing line. Yeah. yeah. And her water breaks, and then Clive Owen's like, oh, like she, I just peed or something? Or what yeah, he, yeah, I think so. And he's like, smell it. Like he's oh, telling yeah, the border guard to smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good like, save, yeah. That is a good save, because the guy's like, you're gross, I'm leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is, like, the most stressful situation of, like, giving your water breaking in that totally scenario. Right. And I'm sure, the, the crazy thing about that, I'm sure that's happened to refugee mothers. Oh, yeah. Like, right. yeah probably. It, it must have happened at some point. Like, yeah. just, And that's the thing, too, is, like, knowing that she's going to have that baby no matter what, unless they kill her. But, like, mm-hmm. in the next, like, couple hours, she's going to have to have that baby. And, like, where are you going to go? I know. Yeah. Like, nowhere is clean. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on first he- watch, he- you're just like, oh my gosh, like, this like is so it's not going to end well. Yeah. And they're heading into a camp, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah, they're trapped, like, as well. Yeah. And then it's baby time. Baby time. And Kate, I it's was going to say this before. This is like the quickest birth in a movie. It's ever. so fast. It's just like five minutes. <laughs> She's. I've known some people who have these kind of births. But you know well, what? I know, yeah. yeah. When I rewatched the Roman birth scene today, the birthing scene, uh, the moment that they get her into surgery because they they're not hearing the baby right mm-hmm. and so they get her there and she's been in labor for a couple hours this is her water real? yeah okay yeah. so her water breaks at that department store when the riot's going yeah, on yeah and then they're stuck in traffic so yeah. it's this long thing but the actual scene of her giving birth to the stillborn baby i remember that being so long and it's like two minutes maybe yeah and it's yeah. just yeah, wild it's how long quick. it feels yeah. the first time around yeah because it's just one take. but i wonder if that was the case with this one too like i don't remember watching this birthing scene the first oh, time, but i wonder if it yeah. felt longer yeah because it's just long but it take. does go really quick it does go this quick. time around yeah. like compared you know and then at the end they're like that wasn't so bad was it yeah <laughs> i'm almost <laughs> like she's oh. like not for you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> But then she's, like, laughing. I'm like, that's pretty, like, effortless. Birth. But more good like, details there, too, where, like, because he, he uses his his uh, his whiskey to, like, sanitize his hands. Right. And, like, if they hadn't established that he was an alcoholic that carries around whiskey earlier in the movie, like, that would just yeah. seem like a cheap thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of just, whiskey, like, yeah. those details early in the movie that yeah. pay off. Interesting. Karan's good at attention to detail. Like, he doesn't miss sure. things like that. They, like, go graphic for the birth scene, too. Like they show it coming out. That's right. For a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and it's I, like I don't, I don't know of any other movie that shows think that's, it baby no. coming out. And the it's weird thing is, baby's kind of like limp at first, and then it starts yeah. crying. Yeah. Is that how it happens? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Like okay. It kind of go with your way. I think. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that's why the doctor sometimes like flicks the baby yeah. to get it kind of going, sort of thing. Oh, okay. That's right. I didn't know about baby flicks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like someone was just talking to me about that. Like, interesting. Where like their baby wasn't, and then the nurse just like flicked, flicked it on the it? foot really hard, <laughs> and then like kind of Woke jolted, up. yeah, into oh, sort of because she wasn't really breathing or whatever, yeah. sort of thing. You're probably like in shock, like to go through the experience of being yeah, birthed. Exactly. Like, I mean, it would be world yeah, alarming. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just most. Like, you know, like, cheaper by the dozen type movies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they get birth and, and they're, like, like clean. And they're yeah. soaked like yeah, a doll. Yeah. And they're, like, <laughs> four months old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this so. baby is 23 pounds. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That actually might have been in the behind the scenes, a scene where they used, uh, they were using, like, VFX on the baby, I think. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Maybe even Foley. It might even just be Foley. I can see that. I would, or something that was weird. I can't remember. I assume there would have to be, right? Like, yeah, I just can't remember what oh, it looks right. like. Oh, so man. I don't know. It would be the worst to be like the prop guy that has to make like the, the gross baby. <laughs> and like to get all the fluids <laughs> yeah. on yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just like so much Vaseline. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. If you in horror movies, you might be like, eh, yeah, maybe whatever. it's like a thing you're yeah. into. Just this, yeah. What's um, with, there's so much chaos after with like people, yeah, so the baby well, they, moving they, around. They I can't remember any of this. And then they sleep and Sid wakes them up and he's like, 
the the fishes have like blown through the like refugee gate or whatever and they're like taking the city. Yeah. And basically he's like I found out that the cops are looking for you. I found out the terrorists are looking for you, mm-hmm. which makes you valuable. News is spread quick. Yeah, and so like basically like I'm going to take you to one of them because there's a reward on your head and they're like we got to escape Sid. And they like And they, the the gypsy lady what's Yeah, name? she like messes him up. She helps. I don't know what she does, but it's something violent. I forget. She she like hits him with hits him something, with a stick. like a brick or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Then, oh yeah, she yeah. beats him with a stick. Yeah. And then Clive Owen, he's like uh, trying to get out of the door, and Clive and Owen then like smashes his face. Battery? Yes. Is it a battery? It might be. Yeah, I think it's a car battery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, he does get violent. Like he's not a complete pacifist. But I mean, that's not like a weapon. Like, yeah, it's not you know, a weapon. It's not like it's a that's necessity. That's self defense. It is. Sid's shooting at him, and he's protecting. Yeah. Jesus. Um, <laughs> little baby girl Jesus yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly the, doesn't she name the baby Dylan yeah because that was girl. his son's name with Julianne oh, Moore okay. and she's like it's a girl's name too because at one point she's oh, like Dylan's I'm a, gonna oh, yeah, it is. she's yeah, like I'm gonna name, name my kid after your last name I forget what the name is right. but she's like yeah, that's what I'm gonna name my kid and he's like that's a weird name you shouldn't do that and then later when she realizes it's a girl when she gives birth to it she's like I'm gonna name it Bazooka Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, weird. And I was like, maybe that's like a cultural name, but all I think of is that's like a bazooka, right? Okay. So like, yeah, that's And I, when sorry. that happened today, I was like, is that what this baby's name is? Did I miss that? Bazooka? That would be, that'd be <laughs> hokey. Yeah. That would be hokey. <laughs> Unless this is like a cultural blind spot on our part, in which in which case we all apologize. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Any listen, that listeners. name sucks no matter what. <laughs> Some listener there's like, name is bazooka. <laughs> no, never listening <laughs> again. Yeah, exactly. And then it's kind of just like, then it's the big, the big, the big one. long the big shots. Take. Yeah, the big take. yeah, this one's crazy. I think it's like nine minutes. Yeah, of them. And this is it's a long. pretty like you're holding your breath while you're watching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is the scene where like, the first time I'm watching, I'm like, oh, th- like this is the wake up to like this is what like movies can be seen. I think. Yeah. I think for lots no of people kidding, too. Right? And this is something that like they showed us in intro film studies. And so yeah. like oh, it yeah. has that unfortunate like almost like tainted vibe of like. You know, this isn't that special because, like, everyone is aware that it's cool. Right. But for some reason, that doesn't ruin it for me. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this is still, like, impeccable. Yeah. Yes. And, it, yeah. like, you know what? This, like, it's a trend now in Hollywood. But for sure. this is one of the first times where. Yeah. Like, the one take thing was used lots, but then Quran, like, this is kind of the go to scene that people Right. Talk this is, like, the example. Like yeah. Yeah. One and I'm okay shot. with that. Like, yeah. It's a pretty great example. Yeah. And I think, you know, Say what you will about 1917, but, like, the the thing that 1917 has going for it is that it's doing the one-shot thing, and I don't know if it has much beyond that. Whereas this, like, has the one-shot thing, and, you know, for this scene in particular, like, I feel like it's only contributing to what the story is doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. it just feels like yeah. the right pairing yeah. in that way. Which is, like, a, that's the thing about any movie, is the script has to be good, and the filmmaking right. has to be working... Yeah. well with the script yeah you know and so many filmmakers make the sin of like if i have all these pieces it yeah. should be a good movie but if the script's not good then it's gonna be garbage you know what i mean yeah i feel like i've heard people say maybe sorkin has said it i've definitely heard it in interviews mm. with a writer so yeah it's probably sorkin where he's like you can make a bad movie out of a good script and also you can make a good movie out of a bad or a bad movie out of a good script like like right. whether the script is good or bad doesn't make the movie good or bad right, but like right, right. they each have the potential to make a good or bad movie i see yeah yeah so it has like, to be both yeah working. like basically you have to have a good script and a good movie yeah. for a good movie yeah exactly yeah but you're totally right like it, the the long take that they use here contributes to the story perfectly for sure 
because you just feel the weight of like, you know, the gunfire stops. They're yelling ceasefire. Is there music yeah. in this part or is it just okay. silence? I, I didn't realize until today when I watched it at the very start of the like long shot, there's uh, some like really intense, almost like horror style music that only yes. goes for like a little bit. It's like really yeah, harsh strings yeah, 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 yeah. and then it goes away and maybe the music comes back at the end of the scene when they're walking, walking the baby, down with out, the baby. Of the, yeah, yeah. out of the place. But yeah, I think it comes the, uh, the John Taverner music is what it is. Is, is that um, John Taverner? Is it like, he, did he do the score or is he, this like a... He did uh, one musical like a, piece. Oh, right, like an original song. Fragments of a Prayer. Right, right, right. Which is like a 15-minute piece. And John Taverner's not a film score guy. Okay. He's like a church. Oh. Right, it's like kind of choral, right? It's like, like choral. Like, yeah. I think he's like a church person or he's like uh what are those like that's uh, who makes music <laughs> he's a church person that's so stupid like an idiot. i have no vocabulary for like that's who writes music for the pope is church mm, person yeah i mean he's like no, I wrote music wasn't, for the he Catholic in, church. wasn't he in pig floyd josh no. he's in pig floyd yeah <laughs> he's the church he's the head church person in pig at floyd, pink yeah. floyd yeah <laughs> No, but he's like, oh my gosh, he's like, uh, no, I know, I, I know what you mean. I, I don't know what he to doesn't mean. write music for film. He writes music for church, yeah, the Catholic Church, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't know if they even like, like hymns and stuff. Maybe, maybe he writes hymns like, and stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah, but some of his music is used in the Tree of Life, okay, and, and other oh, things. But okay. uh, but Quran wanted some sort of like a religious tone, right? And so he got John Taverner to write a piece. That's called cool. Fragments of a Prayer, which is. Kind of the way the music is used in this movie is really bizarre. Like it yeah. just kind of resurfaces for a second totally. and then comes comes back out. Yeah, I I I don't know. It's super noticeable unless you're like paying attention to it. Like some scores are yeah. like yeah are like it's you know yeah. are like pay attention to me. And I don't know if this one is and which is it's a not, good thing. Yeah, it's yeah. really just kind of like a breath of it and then it goes away. Yep. So I think it's used in that nine minute take. Yeah, I feel like music comes back when they're walking the baby out of the building. So. Yeah. And like everyone stopped. Yeah, stopped shooting and stuff. But you also feel the silence of like, Yeah, that that yeah, that's for sure. sweet. Yeah. And within that you don't really notice, but he get Clybone gets shot in the in the tongue. Oh yeah, you don't right. notice. Yeah. yeah. I think Chuitel is the one who gets him. Oh, I, I know I was looking for it this time. I was like, when does he get shot? Yeah. And uh, Did you see it? Well yeah, because they uh he's, does he, like does he react? Yeah, like he, basically, they he finds what's her name the the pregnant lady that has the baby. It's like Key. Key. He finds Key in the same room of that building where Chuitel is, and mm-hmm. Chuitel's like out the window shooting, and he's like uh, Julianne Moore's character, Julian. She's like Julian thought that there could be peace, but how can there be peace when they're trying to like take away our dignity? And he's right. like shooting. And Clive Owen's like, I don't know, but like, I'm going to take this baby away from you now because you're a dangerous person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when he's like trying to leave, Chuitel like shoots at him and he like gets him. Yeah. And I hadn't noticed that until now because mm-hmm. it yeah. was always, I was always kind of surprised like when he does end up revealing that he was shot. That like, was when shot, does yeah. that happen? Yeah. All of it's happening because aren't they like, aren't the refugees like, revolting basically so yeah what's going on so yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they call it like the uprising or whatever yeah yeah and, and they're, they're like, taking over yeah. and at one point during in kind of the early part of the scene they yeah. they find key and the baby and they take key and the baby away yeah and they're gonna shoot clive owen and then there ends up being like more like That's shoot-offs like, going on so they yeah get away, yeah right, right right yeah a lot of it is just like clive owen trying to like escape that situation yeah that's yeah. right yeah it's yeah. just and so tense yeah mm. And the, the, another thing about this movie is there's, well, the focus is on them. There's so many other things in the background. This thing, there's sure. so much like, chaos going on. There's a lot of going on in the background. So there's just like a mom holding 
her son. Right. Just like. Um, Sorry, we moved away for like. A few yeah. Minutes. Any Children last thoughts about Children of Men? <laughs> Cut all that. <laughs> yeah, we can. We're at an hour and forty four minutes. Okay, guys. <laughs> sorry, do you have to be. You have to yeah, no, I mean, I gotta watch, watch Kill Bill, Bill Volume Two, but, but, but I got time. Okay, okay. And by that, I mean, I gotta leave soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we can close things off. Yeah. Um, What's there for, to say that hasn't been said? I know. I think we covered it pretty thoroughly. It's a good movie. If you haven't watched it, now you know every single thing that happens. But watch yeah, it. You, it should, anyway. you should watch it. Yeah, yeah. I know it's worth. Yeah. We like it. We like it a lot. I like it. Liam loves it. I love it. I don't know if it's my favorite movie of all time. What would be but like it's an easy answer? What would be like yeah, if someone other asks couple social network? Social networks out there? Yeah, um, yeah. That's those amazing. are my like yeah. two are, yeah, answers. Yeah. Like if yeah, I have to answer for for anything, those are really good answers. Um, Children Men, I'd probably give like an eight and a half out of ten. That's pretty high. Whereas, yeah, like I would say that's that's pretty solid, right? Whereas yeah, like, social network, you give a ten out of ten. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that's fair. I'm probably in a similar place for Children of Men, but really? I feel like I like it more than you, so I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Okay, so maybe. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I maybe I give it a nine. I just don't think I. I, I don't know. I'm pretty. I don't give a lot of nine. They should tens, remake right? it with you a different know. cast. <laughs> <laughs> Josh loves remakes. Oh man, I, I had a horrible thought of like, I wonder if they'll do a sequel for, to this movie. Oh like, gosh, I hope not. <laughs> in like ten years or something. It's like the kid is like ten now. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> He's the only kid. No one else had babies. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. That's pretty god that doesn't happen. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Thanks so thanks much Liam, for coming on. Gladly. Yeah. Thank you. And for thanks ha- for your music. Thank you for having the podcast me. And yeah. Thank you for putting the music on the podcast. Yeah. We got a huge spike in uh, Did you? streams. Nope. But <laughs> I was yeah, like, I can't imagine. It would be like <laughs> I, but like also not like a it's not like a downward trajectory either. Yeah. Like a steady Okay. A s- consistent uh, yeah, you helped big time. Okay. Listen to Good Rumor now we on did, Apple we didn't have, Yeah, go listen to Good Rumor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You we just went on a world music. tour. You did? We played Lethbridge and Calgary. Sick. Yeah. How did it go? Great. Good. Yeah, we watched uh, Jurassic Park in the hotel room in Lethbridge. Nice. And uh, that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, When's the last time you watched Jurassic Park, Josh? Not for a long All right. time. Next time I'm on this podcast, we're talking about Jurassic Park <laughs> and the Shining. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, I'm not like a big Jurassic Park guy, but it's a pretty good movie. Okay. Yeah, I watched one when I was like six, so I don't. Oh remember. yeah, you're due. For, if you haven't had like a good like adult watch of Jurassic of the first Jurassic Park, it's time. Huh. Trust me on this one. Uh, maybe. Just I, up, it, you know, it might be still I'm Spielberg. Scared. Some of his best work. Maybe. I can. Do I don't know enough about Spielberg. I couldn't yeah. tell you a Spielberg movie that I like more than Jurassic, Jurassic Park. I've never seen Jaws. Like Jaws? I've never seen Indiana Jones. You've never seen Indiana Jones. <laughs> wow, wow. you have some blind spots, hey? Big, this is what I'm talking about. It's bizarre, because like, you're like big, a movie guy. Like, I actually, but like, I'm not. Like, I've seen like, I've seen like a hundred things, you know? Oh, man, never <laughs> really? seen Indiana Jones. No, I've seen more than a hundred yeah. things, but like, as far as like the things, right? I've got like, I've got Because you've seen movies like The Hunt, but not... Yeah, Departed. you know what I mean. So it's like yeah, you haven't seen you the Departed either. I'd miss that. Did you say that? I haven't seen the Departed. Oh, it's yet. insane. I'm like yeah, I'm missing some so stuff. So interesting. Yeah. You know? Okay. Sorry. Um, Children. Children. Yeah. Send us. You a, can cut like last. Send us an email to plus conversations podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much. Belonging to my one true love inside